0: should really just put the entire NFC East on this. Nation Welcome to an episode of podcast a podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. If the Packers ever end up on one of these lists, kill me. Grassy. and today, we're gonna be looking at the five worst NFL teams heading into this off season. Before we get to that, I'll do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, over on the Patreon side of things, we have LV Raiders NL upping their membership. A big shout out and thank you to you. And over on the YouTube side of things, joining the grassy posse, we have Jay LaRae, Monster of the Midway, John lots of rhyming, and Jack Reardon. That, That last one didn't rhyme, but I appreciate all of you anyway. So heading in, to free agency, which honestly is down the block, around the corner. is about two weeks away. And then we have the start of the new season. And there's hope and ambition. Not for these five teams, but for everybody else. There's at least something there. And so the way that we're going to do this is we're going to break down the five worst teams. We'll start at number five, which is like the fifth worst, all the way down to number one, which is the worst. And the way that I evaluated this was I took a look at things like their rankings last year, took a look at the available cap space, looked at their roster, looked at where they have needs. And if you were really bad, you found yourself on this list. So let's break some hearts. Starting with number five, you got the Cincinnati Bengals. Listen, it could have been a lot worse, Bengals. It could have been a lot worse. But sitting at number five, you have the Bengals. And here's one of the upsides for the Bengals. They got plenty of cap space. They got $37 million to spend and play with. So they will be in the free agency hunt, potentially. Who knows? Maybe they'll go after a guy like Corey Lindsley because, boy, oh, boy, do they need him. And here's the thing with the Bengals. Their team is rough. However, they got some staples. Joe Burrow before... The offensive line killed him. Looked pretty damn good. T. Higgins, also pretty damn good, even when Joe Burrow was absent. The problem? The defense was 22nd in points allowed, and as I mentioned before, the offensive line literally allowed Joe Burrow to get murdered. He played 10 games, and he got sacked 32 times. Honestly, thank God he didn't play those other six games. It would have been at least 60. This is a problem. The Bengals most definitely have to upgrade their offensive line. And at the same time, they got some holes on the defense. The fact that they look like they got a star wide receiver and their franchise QB, at least the pieces are in motion. Now what the Bengals need to do is protect the ever living crap out of him. Don't be like the Colts. Protect your QB, bangles, and then pieces will start to fall in place. Number four, sticking with the themes of the kitty cats, a meow. You got the Detroit Lions. Lions, it's a rebuild. I know, a shocking term, one you've never heard before. Yeah, I couldn't even say that with a straight face. New beginnings over in Detroit. No more Matthew Stafford. We sent him on his way. And we said fare thee well, getting some draft picks out of it, sending him over to the LA Rams and getting Jared Goff. So, sorry Jared, what's about to happen to you behind that offensive line is not gonna be pretty. Also getting a new head coach that likes to bite kneecaps. That's something. I don't know what it is, but it's something. And there's just so many question marks with the Detroit Lions and it seems just like you throw a dart and you're like, hey, what position do I want to upgrade? Because we need it at a bunch of them. The Lions, they gave up the most points in the league last year. Not great. DeAndre Swift started off a little bit sluggish, but looked pretty good. Maybe they actually have a decent running back back there for once potentially. TJ Hawkinson looking real, real good. So that's a plus. I imagine that Jared Goff is going to be throwing at him a lot. They currently have the seventh overall pick in the 2021 draft, so there's a lot of flexibility on what they can do with that. Maybe get a linebacker. Maybe address the defense. The options are limitless. Hell, they could go and get a quarterback and have him sit behind Jared Goff in his massive contract. That could be good. Okuda, who they drafted last year, mm, Needs needs some time. Needs some time. Kind of got a rough introduction to the NFL, giving up a whole lot of yards, but don't give up on them just yet. The questions also become is, what are they going to do with their wide receivers? Are they going to re-sign Kenny Galladay, who seems to be a little irked with the team? What about Marvin Jones? Those are two big weapons, because outside of them and TJ Hawkinson, things get, things get pretty rough. Currently, the Lions have to get $9 million off their books for the cap, so... They are not going to have as much flexibility in free agency, so they're going to be limited. This is going to have to be a draft and develop year. The question is, which way do they want to steer the ship? Is it time to get a franchise QB, have them sit and learn? I have to say, where I'm kind of optimistic about the Lions is like, they're kind of going clean slate. Now it's time to do a rebuild the proper way and hopefully be a competitive team sometime soon. Number three, you got the New Jersey Jets. Yep, you're still from Jersey because yeah, you got a new head coach, right? Saleh actually knows what he's doing and looks pretty competent. So there's some hope for the New Jersey Jets. They also have the second most cap space behind the Jaguars sitting at $67 million. So they can throw money at everybody. Who knows? Maybe they'll even get Aaron Jones. Please don't ruin Aaron Jones. Please, he's too good for you. He's too good. But the Jets are another team that have a lot of holes to fill. They're 26th in points allowed, though they'll have guys like CJ Mosley most likely return, but they also gotta replace guys like Jamal Adams. That's gonna be tough. The big question becomes, what the hell do they do on offense? The Le'Veon Bell experiment most definitely didn't work. Do you stick with Sam Darnold? You got Makai Becton, but you need to buff up that offensive line. You need wide receivers. You have Crowder and you have Mims, but Crowder really is the only one out of there. You need a number one wide receiver But again, did I mention they don't know what to do at QB? They have the number two overall pick. What do they do with it? Do they draft offensive line? Do they trade back and get more trade value? Or do they say bye-bye to Sam Darnold and trade him away? There's a lot of questions that are associated with the Jersey Jets right now. I'm optimistic about their leadership because they finally expelled Adam Gase. They're kind of like the Lions here. They have a lot of opportunities but there's a lot of holes that need to be filled. What are they gonna do? Number two, and I almost made them number one, you got the Houston Texans. Just what the f-? Like what's going on guys? It's just bad. The Houston Texans, it's an abomination. They lost JJ Watt, he's with the Cardinals now. Hanging out with DeAndre Hopkins, who they also traded away. For David Johnson, who they just had to restructure. They traded a third-round pick for Duke Johnson. He's already been released. That franchise has been run into the ground. And David Johnson restructured, which is good, but they don't know how to utilize him. Their run game is trash. Oh, and did I mention... That, yes, they do have a new head coach, and and that's nice. But Deshaun Watson, their 25-year-old superstar QB, wants to never play for the Houston Texans ever again. Small problem. Just a small problem. There has been an exodus of talent from the Houston Texans. And I can't blame them because it seems like that organization is so poorly run that nobody wants to go there. There's former players speaking out against them in social media. Not a good look, Houston. Not good. A good look. Now, I mean, they have $10 million to play around with in cap space. So, so that's something. But their defense is terrible. They are 26th in points allowed. Brutal. And, you know, David Cully's sitting there just like, oh, God. Did I really want this on my resume? Was it really worth the resume booster, David? Was it? I don't know. If Deshaun Watson doesn't play for the Houston Texans, I truly don't know what this organization is going to do. Maybe they find a trade suitor, like, in the Jets, and they give up their two first rounds. But, yeah, there's a lot of work to do on the defensive side of the ball and on the offensive side of the ball. So, Godspeed, wouldn't want to be you. And number one, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars. They got the most cap space to spend. They got 82 million smackeroonies. So they could get a lot of people to come down to Florida. And if they just, like, you know, like cross out Jaguars and write Buccaneers, they're both in Florida, right? I'm sure that they can, like, attract some players to come in there and just be like, ha-ha, gotcha, get them in a contract, now they're on the Jaguars. Yeah, their defense uh, was the second worst in the NFL in points allowed behind the Detroit Lions. Their offense was also 30th in points scored. So that's something. Running back, that was a nice surprise, but obviously they're going to go and get Trevor Lawrence. They got a brand-new head coach. And so the rebuild is on full blast. However, this team has a lot of holes as well. He got Josh Allen as an edge rusher. That's really nice, but that defense is a shell of its former self. There's a lot of work to be done there. And on the offense, you know, you have Trevor Lawrence. He can throw to Shark, which is good, but yeah, you know, other than that, I don't know what they're going to really do. This is going to take a few years for the Jacksonville Jaguars to get good, and they're probably going to be on this list next year, but it's okay. And honestly, you could make the argument that maybe they're not even the worst team but they hurt my Gardner Minshew, so you're dead to me. This is personal. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. What do you think are the worst teams heading into the off season? You agree with this list? Think the Eagles should be on here, Cowboys? What do you think? Let me know. You guys find me at com or at Tom on all social media see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at patreon.com slash tomgrossycomedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pack Go!